Discover the leader in you with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen, former New England Patriot turned Ph.D., I bring a new brand of inspiration and passion to audiences worldwide. Having served and consulted with Fortune 500 companies, the National Football League Players Association, and the White House, each week I will prescribe empowering, motivational, and life-changing medicine for your soul. Now, it's time to discover the leader in you. All right, everybody. Hey, welcome to another edition of Discover the Leader in You. I'm your host, the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen. The title of today's show is Navigating the Tension of Following Your Dream and Working During the Process. And I believe that everyone is going to enjoy today. It's going to be exciting. We have a very special guest. She's going to be uh, sharing some things with us on how she has navigated that. And before we even dive into it, I just want to share with you that, you know, the news media is quick to show us the bright lights, the paparazzi and massive fan following that many recording artists and some entrepreneurs enjoy. The messaging is if you have the dream, fame will quickly follow and along with it, the benefits of notoriety, influence and financial stability. However, there is more to the story. If you are positioning yourself to become an entrepreneur or go into the music industry On today's show, all the way from Ireland, we have international recording artist Maureen Haley, who Healy joining us to offer her perspectives on the music business and how to navigate a path to success. But before we dive into that, everybody, you know, I always want to remind you that at JasonCarthen.com, we have some free gifts for you. We want you to really take your personal development to the next level. And if you go to JasonCarthen.com and you sign up for our Monday Morning Leadership Minute, you will get the tools and the resources that you need to not only develop your brand, but also develop as a person. So make sure you go there. That's something that we always want to have for you. Now, without further ado, I want to introduce to you Maureen Healy. She has an extensive background, okay? She has been described as one of Northern Ireland's leading sopranos, having performed in venues throughout Ireland and further fields such as the Grand Opera House, the Ulster House, the Waterfront Hall Belfast, Cork Opera House, and the NEC Birmingham. After completing her Bachelor of Music degree and postgraduate certificate in education in music at the University of Ulster, Mulraid performed what was to be the first of many principal roles in Rosalia in West Side Story with Opera Northern Ireland and the Ulster Orchestra. She has spent three years working under the tutorage of teacher, director Michael Pointer within the Ulster Theatre Company where she performed in productions of Godspell and Grease. Maureen performed the role of Julie Jordan in the Belfast Arts Theater production of Carousel, which has earned her the coveted Best Female Voice Award from the Association of Irish Musical Societies. The Northern Ireland Light Opera Festival also named her Best Female Voice for the same role. As well as her established musical theater career, Maureen enjoys success as a concert performer and is a member of the popular Harmony Quartet, the leading ladies and enjoys performing as a soloist with the London-based company Masquerade. Maureen, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. Oh my goodness. It is such a joy to have you on the show. And that biography, my goodness, I I was reading through that and I said, whoo, that's a lot of things (laughs) that she has done. But thank you so much for coming on with us. 
you for inviting me. I'm delighted to be here, Jason. Absolutely. Well, you know what? I have been thinking about how do we actually attack this interview? There's so many different things we could talk about, but the reality is as, as an entrepreneur and then also a international recording artist, you're doing so many things. Would you, you know, just tell us what you've been doing lately? Just give us an well, overview. Okay, well, lately um, I've begun working on my second album and I'm doing a few concerts. And on Sunday, I'm recording a video to accompany a piece of music which I recorded in dedication of an English charity whom um, I met through Twitter. Oh, nice. So I'm doing plenty, yes. Okay, okay. So, what is the theme of this video going to be about? Well, um, it's a charity, um, it's called For Lewis, Mm -hmm. and it basically benefits um, young mothers who've maybe um, lost a child shortly after childbirth, Mm. and um, they basically go into hospitals and provide lovely keepsake bottles, um, boxes, really to make a very traumatic time for parents just to provide some comfort for them. And um, so I basically saw them on Twitter and, and I um, supported them as much as I could. And they asked me would I record a dedication song uh, for the charity and to promote the charity. And I recorded it on Tuesday. And on Sunday, we're going to be um, recording a video, shooting a video. So it'll be posted on YouTube very soon. Oh, that's great. That's great. And and see, that just shows that you are not just focused on the music industry. I mean, you have some philanthropic efforts that you want to be a part of. You have a, a heart to help people. And Mare, that doesn't that doesn't always happen. We hear a lot of the uh, negative things, but it sounds like you are well versed in doing other things as well. That's great. Well, absolutely. Yeah, it's very, very important to me to, to reach out to others and to help others. And uh, I mean, People, as human beings, we do often get a bad press, but there's a lot of good people out there, you know, across the world. And, uh, yeah, I just love meeting new people and helping others, really. That's great. That's great. Well, let me ask you this. Now, you are all the way in Ireland. What time is it there right now? It is 6 p.m., so it's just almost It's going to start to get dark a wee bit. Okay, a wee bit. I love that. <laughs> the accent, I absolutely love yeah. that. It might say we a lot. <laughs> That's okay. I love it. That is great. So, Maureen, what about uh, family? I know I had talked to you briefly before. Do you have any children? Yeah, I have a husband who is a firefighter, and I have two um, teenage daughters, yes. Excellent. One's 16 and one is 14, so they're currently studying. Uh, they must be uh, keeping you busy as teenage girls. I know from experience. Yeah, they are, but they're very, very good girls. Um, very respectful, and I'm um, very proud of them. They work very hard in school, and uh, yeah, I'm very, very proud of both my daughters. That's great. That's great. So, Maureen, let me ask you: How did you even get interested in singing? Was that something that you just had a passion for early on, or how did you get interested in it? Well, I think I was about 10 years of age when I decided that, well, my sister wanted to learn the guitar. So, of course, being the younger sister, I said I want to learn the guitar as well. And um, she wasn't too happy that I wanted to come along to the lessons. But eventually she gave up the guitar and I kept going with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, when, when you learn to play the guitar, you learn to play particular songs. And um, we learned a lot of John Denver music. 
and uh, I was exposed to the music of John Denver very early and playing his songs and, and I used to sing along with them as well and uh, then he moved on to playing in, in church and singing in church and um, it was really only when I went to university and I studied classical guitar as my main instrument of performance and I, I was good at the classical guitar but um, the, the tutors there and uh, professors there said, Maria, I think you're a singer. You know, and when they heard me sing, they said, "I think you should you should sing." And and I, I began singing then at university, and really from there, um, I think, and the the very first time I ever sung sung in public, uh, the Ulster Orchestra were in the pit, and the Ulster Orchestra would be one of the biggest orchestras in Ireland. So it was very very nerve wracking, but a wonderful experience all the same. Yes. So I haven't really stopped till I, since I was about twenty. I think it was about twenty, really. So I was a late starter as far as um professional singing is concerned but uh yeah i think that's where it, where it all started wow that's great well let me let me backtrack now if you were getting ready to sing at the ulster and there's so many people there how did you manage your your nerves i mean weren't you how did you deal with that were you a little frightened or what were you thinking? I, I think i was nervous um because i think managing your nerves is something that you, you get from experience really um and i, I wasn't prepared i don't think uh, because i hadn't had any smaller events that i performed at to give me at least some kind of rehearsal to understand what how i would my body would react mm -hmm. but i do remember feeling very very nervous and um I definitely felt butterflies in my stomach. Yes. Um, but do you know what was so exciting? And um, I hope it didn't come across in my performance that, that I that I was nervous, but certainly I certainly do remember the butterflies in my stomach and just hoping that my voice didn't shake too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously you did well. You're still here. <laughs> sure, sure. And you're having a lot of success. Maury, that yeah. is great. That is great. So, you know, if you've been doing these sort of performances and you've been having that type of success, what has been your favorite performance experiences to date? Well, I really loved playing the role of Maria in West Side Story. Um, it's just a wonderful role to play. Uh, she's a great character as well. Uh, often in musical theater, the leading lady is, um, she's got bows in her hair and, you know, she's pretty. And, but, but Maria is someone who's a real character role. Mm -hmm. And um, so great capacity for, for acting uh, as well as singing. And it's quite an operatic singing part. And of course, Maria herself is, is really supposed to be about 17 years of age, yet the singing role is quite uh, mature. But uh, I think I was in my mid-twenties when I played that role, and I absolutely loved playing Maria from West Side Story. It was just an amazing opportunity for me, and that was in Belfast Opera House. Wow. It sounds like yeah. that had to be exciting. And so what resonated? We're going to take a break here in a, in a couple of minutes, but what resonated with you about playing that role? Was it? Did you see some of yourself in that? Or take us to break. Tell us uh, what was impactful for you. Well, at the beginning, you think she's a very innocent little lady, which is what she is. Um, but by the end of it, it's, it's really her that brings the sharks and the jets together after all of the fighting and even the deaths that are caused throughout, um, throughout the story. But the maturity that she shows in the last scene, um, I just thought she was a really fabulous character. Wow. Well, everybody, hey, we are talking to Maureen, and we are actually 
discussing navigating the tension of following your dream and working during the process. And it sounds like Mareda's actually figured out how to do that. When we come back from break, we're going to dive into this even more. Thank you for tuning in with us today. I'm your host, the Leadership Linebacker. Stay tuned. This is Scott Garcher with FedEx Custom Critical, and we'll deliver you back to Dr. Jason Carthorn on Discover the Leader in You. All right, everybody. Hey, we've been talking about navigating the tension of following your dream and working during the process. And we have the amazing Maureen Healy. She is sharing some things with us just about her progression and how she's been able to just do not only the navigation part, but really experiencing quite a bit of success as an international recording artist, but also juggling a family and doing other things uh, philanthropically. Mairead, you know, when you took us to break, you were really talking about some of your favorite performances thus far. But, you know, it sounds like you've been doing this long enough that it's one of those things that as someone who may be listening, they would want to know, how would I get started? doing something like this what sort of advice would you have for them well what what i would suggest is is get yourself involved in in some kind of group that um whether it be acting or singing or dancing join a group you know um join even some kind of community group or an amateur uh, company and even if it's just being in the chorus you know my very first um opportunity on stage I was in the chorus, you know, a small role and, you know, get yourself into the business and, and, and see if you enjoy it and um, just really fully immerse yourself in it and make some friends and contacts and, you know, and then you maybe decide if you'd like to study it professionally or go to university to study acting or singing, but just get yourself, you know, into that that circle um, and surround yourself with people who, who love what they do as well um, and who inspire you and, and then, you know, build on, build your your brand and uh, if you're a singer or, or a dancer or an actor and, you know, practice your skill and develop it and there's, you know, and it will work for you. And see, that's a great response because if you're talking about building your brand and connecting with other people, it's really an opportunity for some mentorship to take place right absolutely and and some of my um happiest times were when i remember roles that i've played it was sometimes it's more the people that you remember um regarding that experience you make some great friends um whenever you get involved in in an activity like that 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 you love and i've got some lifelong friends now that i met um through shows and um companies that i worked with so it's very very important um there's a a lot of friends out there and connections um you know if you just really do what you what you love to do really Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. no that sounds good that sounds good so now if we really think about uh you've had a lot of success now everyone probably can't say that if they're just getting started um it would probably require some sacrifice and today's show topic is really navigating you know that tension you know following your dream not only as a a musical artist but just as an entrepreneur someone who has something that they want to achieve and accomplish but they have to figure out the best path to get there and it sounds like you've been able to navigate do these different things but for those individuals that 
they may have to sacrifice and figure out, okay, maybe I need to be bivocational. I'm going to have to work and try and figure out how to sing or get picked up uh, by, you know, a group or something like that. Maraid, would you say that, you know, they have to not only know their craft, but also be intentional in their growth while they're waiting for their opportunity? Sure. You know, um, when I was at university, you know, I had to study. I was at university for five years. And, you know, uh, even when I was at university for some of those years, I was married as well uh, and i had a home and, and, and a mortgage to pay so yes. you know you do have to be you do have to be intentional and you know there may may be times when when uh, the sacrifice has has a greater impact on you but it, it will pay off and you do have to have a plan and think ahead as 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 to what you want and what your goals are and what your targets are but have a very clear plan as to how you're going to achieve that. Mm -hmm. And I see, I love that because you just said, if you have a goal and a plan, that's really going to carry you through while you're waiting for your opportunity. I I think you, you hear these uh, horror stories of individuals that all they're thinking is that, no, I just want to do this. I don't want to do anything else. And, you know, it could be problematic when you take that sort of position, because as you alluded to, hey, if you have a mortgage, if you have bills to pay, and and if you have a spouse, (laughs) you have to make sure (laughs) they're on the same page with you and and they want to be supportive uh, as well. So that's good stuff. And and it sounds like there's some uh, concrete things that our listeners will be able to do when it comes to uh, navigating that tension. So who inspires you, Maraid, as, as a performer, who inspires you? Well, uh, one singer that I always loved um, was Maria Callas. Now she's no longer with us, but she was probably one of the greatest opera divas of the 20th century. And I just thought that um, it was really, as an adult, she taught me that music is a great vehicle to communicate emotions and feelings. And I always, loved I always loved her singing voice she had a particular um grit to her voice but also she was always very emotional in mm. her performances and I think that that's what made her really the great star that that she was there was no other singer really around that time that could move an audience in the way that she could and she could take on any role and uh, communicate that so beautifully uh, and effectively to to an audience so she was always someone who who I admired greatly wow that's great now when you say emotion what give me an example I mean if you were if you were able to paint a picture uh, for us and for those that are listening in to us right now when you say emotion what did that look like for her well basically the words are there and the music is there but um, you know your facial expression how how you use your own tone of voice mm. um you know they, they we say the four tools of an actor are our, our, our facial expression our voice our gesture and our movement and in order to convey a role all of those four tools have to be worked beautifully in order to to convey um a thought or a feeling or emotion or a desire um and she just had all of those she she just used them so beautifully um when she conveyed um her the music of of the composer really to to the audience wow that's great Murray, the first let me... job really yeah sorry no go ahead go ahead finish the job of a performer is to make the audience feel yes. and um not enough 
um, singers use um, the vehicle of music to really, really uh, touch the hearts of an audience, you know, and she certainly was, was she was beautiful at that. Yeah. Wow. I wish I would have had the opportunity to see her. It sounds like being able to connect with the audience is so important, not only when you're a singer, but also even as a speaker, <laughs> that sort of thing sure. as well. Mm-hmm. So how do you get ready? How do you make sure that you're going to be able to connect with the audience? Do you do you visualize? Do you role play? I mean, what do you do to get ready? Uh, well, if I'm just singing in a concert, I, I just try to be myself. Um, I think a, a, an audience need to warm to someone. Um, and it's important to show your personality on stage. Um, if I'm singing something uh, upbeat, I, I like to, my personality to come through. Um, when I'm playing a, a singing a, a funny song or an upbeat song, um, or a flirtatious song or a sad song, and it's important, I think, just that the audience see who you are as a, as a person. And um, I don't really have any preparation other than technical preparation and warming up my voice, mm-hmm. but. I do think it's important when I come on um, that the audience see who I am as a person even before I begin to sing. So I I like to speak. I like to talk to my audience. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's very, very important to, to have a rapport. Yes, absolutely. And and you seem so approachable in that way. <laughs> when we initially connected, even uh, prior to their interview, you know, I said to myself, wow, I mean, she's just, she's so warm, you know, it's just a very kind heart. And that, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I mean, that is so important. You have so many people and you, you alluded to it earlier that when you get ready to engage your craft, you have to be all in. And there are some people that they don't do that. They want to just come and perform and then walk away. And that that can be problematic. <laughs> that can be problematic because your people don't have a, your followers and your people don't have a chance to engage you and, and somehow sure. see themselves, you know, in your story. So, yeah, that's very important. So now if you're singing all the time and, and you're doing all these things, you know, what do you, what do you listen to when you want to relax or, or when you just want to just have some array time? What, what do you do? Gosh, you know, I have, uh, I love all types of music. It really depends on what mood I'm in. I, I love the Beatles, Michael Jackson. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the Carpenters, they're very soothing. Simon and Garfunkel. But I'm really into a band at the minute called Lady Antebellum. I don't know if you've heard of yes, them. Yes, yes, I yeah. have. My wife, yeah, she loves them too. Yeah. I love Lady Antebellum. I love their harmonies. I love their their melodies, but uh, I love the um, harmony singing, and I I, I really really into Lady Antebellum at the minute. They're my sitting outside, on this sunny evening, just relaxing. That's perfect music for me. Wow, that's great. Well, let me ask you. So, if you like Lady Antebellum, what about your daughters? <laughs> what do they listen to? How do they interact uh, relative to uh, music? Well, they well they play the piano, so they they do understand classical music as well. But um, oh, very much into One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sure our listeners are going to love that One Direction. You, you know, those those guys are doing a good job. And that's, hey, it's it's all about genres and it's all about uh, what people like. And it sounds like, you know, you have the things that you need in, in order to relax and get ready. And your daughters have One Direction. <laughs> that's not a bad sure. thing. So. <laughs> 
Well, you know what? We're going to take a they, break they here. Come, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. They do come to my concert. So they're very um, discerning audience because um, they would say, Mommy, I like that one better than that one. Or, you know, they, they do like to come and see me sing, but I know they'd much rather go to see One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. Well, we're going to take a break here in a couple of minutes, but I wanted to ask you, you know, it, you have varying interests, you know, I mean, you you're doing things in the community. You are doing things to help. At the top of the show, we had talked about that. But it's my understanding you're also interested in leadership and personal development. So, sure. you know, very briefly before we go to break here, you know, how did this interest arise? Well, I um, teach music in a college and um, I got very interested into pastoral care and looking after the pastoral care of our of our pupils and I basically um, became interested in leadership in the area of pastoral care so uh, I now am a pastoral leader in my college and uh, I love I love talking about leadership <laughs> wow yeah and you know what I, I think the interesting thing is if you if you have the opportunity to speak into people's lives and engage them especially on the pastoral level you are impacting someone's destiny you know so Mari, that is that is tremendously important well hey everybody we are on the phone talking to Maraid Healy navigating the tension of following your dream and working during the process when we come back from break I want to unpack it a little bit more relative to pastoral care and the just the passion for leadership and personal development stick with us everybody we'll be back shortly And now, back to Discover the Leader in You. All right, everybody. Hey, we've been talking to Maureen Healy, and she has been sharing some things with us, really dropping some nuggets relative to navigating the tension of following your dream and working during the process. And before we went to break, you know, Maureen was sharing with us that she really has a passion for leadership and personal development and also pastoral care. So, Maureen, can you give uh, our audience a little bit more clarity when you talk about pastoral care? Can you give us a little bit more clarity of exactly what that looks like and, and just the benefit of it? Well, pastoral care is really there to um, ensure that, that students can benefit fully from, from living and learning within a college community, um, just addressing personal needs, building their self-esteem, giving them a self-worth and addressing maybe any issues which may arise and basically build um, reducing any barriers that they may have towards learning. Well, it sounds like you know what you're talking about because that was <laughs> that was pretty in-depth there. And But I can imagine there are a lot of barriers these days uh, with not only uh, learning, but just the atmosphere. I mean, there's so many things that are vying for young people's attention. You know, what what do you do, you know, to really keep them on track and also keep them encouraged, I would imagine? Well, I have regular contact with them. I have weekly assemblies where I address my team, uh, my pastoral team and um, all of the pupils which uh, for which I'm responsible. And I, I always just try and look at any issues which may have arisen that week and and how the pupils can learn from them. And I always like to build their steam um, and give them a sense of value and 
I like to trust them and then they trust me um, and it's, it's important that I have a good relationship with them. I think that relationship is key, mm. um, relationship between myself and my students and myself and my pastoral team and other members of staff, which um, I would be there to support as well. Absolutely. No, and it sounds like that's going to be very effective. Uh, one of the things that I have a passion for is mentoring. And it sounds like when you're able to speak into their lives at very specific points, uh, you're able to sort of direct them and guide them in an encouraging way. Do you find that that's more successful when you're dealing with them as opposed to these are hard and fast rules and this is what you have to do? Well, it's it's a, a college for teenagers, so we do have to have have to have rules. But yes, I think it's very, very important. I like to use the word coaching when I'm with with um, these students and helping them through any issues that they may have. And, uh, you know, I, the soft skills are very, very important in my job. Uh, yes, you do have to have an inner steel because you're, you're dealing with a lot of um, a lot of challenges and complexities in, in the job that I do. But I think it's very important to have uh, develop your soft skills and how you deal with with um, not only children, but also adults. And I also find myself often assisting parents mm. with uh, raising their, their young people and any issues that they may have experienced with their, their children at home. So, um, yes, it's as I say, it's very challenging and very and very complex. But it's I think the relationship is very very important, and the quality of relationships that um, I foster with all of those with whom I work. Absolutely. Well, and it sounds like Maureen, you have actually figured out what works for you when you talk about navigating the tension of following your dream and working during the process, because you're not just relegated to doing the singing, even though you've had a lot of success with that. I mean, your bio is just amazing. And that's, that's great. But you also have a heart to help other people and you're fully present when you are doing these other things. So would you say for other entrepreneurs or, or singers uh, or recording artists that are out there, it's important to have a balance between following that dream, whatever that thing may be for some people. It may be a recording artist. It may be a, a business owner, whatever the case may be. But having a balance of not only chasing that dream, but being fully invested in some other activities as well? Absolutely. I mean, I, I love what I do. And, and as I say, it, it is very, very challenging. Um, but it, I think it's also important to look after your yourself as well and to be reflective as to, you know, if there are moments of pressure or moments of stress, we may be taking on too much. I think um, it's very important to, to be, to practice time management as well and uh, not to take on too much um, at, at one time. And, yeah, when I am at home, I am very much present in my family unit and my family time. And when I work, um, I give all of my attention to that. And I think it's very, very important to have that work-life balance. Excellent. Excellent. Now, as I'm uh, listening to you, I'm just jotting things down because mm -hmm. our listeners, I mean, we're going out to over 200,000 people. And our reality is that when you think about navigating the tension of following your dream and working during the process, Mairead is actually shared with us that one of the first things is goal setting. You know, you have to make sure that you are doing something with a end goal in mind. And then also you shared about 
developing the soft skills and time management, being fully present and having a work life balance. You know, Maraid, we can just end the show right now because <laughs> <laughs> you've been giving us nuggets all the way through and coaching and and different things like that. And I just I just absolutely love this. Uh, this is great because we have people that. Maraid, I get calls, I get emails, I see things on Twitter uh, with direct messages that people are trying to figure out how to move forward. And really, just the the five things that you've shared with us already uh, through the show are really going to be helpful to them. So let me ask you this, uh, relative to not only uh, being a goal-setting person and being intentional and fully present, you know, what sort of leadership qualities uh, do you most value and why? Tell us that. I think it's very important to be authentic um, as a leader. And I think that when, when you're authentic, that gains trust in your followers. And I think if your followers trust you, well, then that's how you influence them when, 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 when they trust you. And the real role of a leader is to influence and it's important basically that they um, trust you who you are that you have a vision and and your values are are disseminated very strongly to those whom whom you lead and I think one of the biggest mistakes that that leaders make is that they maybe adopt a a top-down approach authoritarian approach and they, they lead through virtue of their position rather than um you know leaders don't lead businesses or organizations they lead people and 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 maybe they you know push to one side the 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 people aspect of the role and i I remember reading um about a professor um i think it was notre dame university um and he had said that when he took on the job he he complained all the time because he couldn't get any work done because people kept interrupting him until he realized that the interruptions were his work and that that those people and those conversations that these people wanted to have with him were, were really what his role of being a leader was all about. So I think it's so important to be authentic uh, and to interact with your people um, whom you lead. Mm, wow. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm hoping that we have people tuning in because that is really the reality in so many organizations today, and especially with this generation uh, that's coming up before us, right in front of our eyes, they want to have more of a relationship. Uh, And those old style leaders, maybe from the uh, Frederick Taylor days in the early 1900s that said, hey, people are replaceable and we don't have to have a relationship uh, with them. That was more of a top-down approach, and people are rejecting that now. So, sure. Mairead, your your advice and your ability to discern that, you know, if I'm going to be a leader, I need to be authentic, I need to have influence, but this influence has to be driven from my values is really important. And I think some people, you know, I'll go out on a limb here, some people really, if they read some of the books that are put in front of them now, they'll have a better idea that authenticity will rule the day. And if you're just trying to be dictatorial and say, hey, you better do this or else, you're not going to have as much productivity. So I, I really love what you're sharing. So let me ask you, when you are coaching and you're leading uh, some of your 
students and then even your girls? Are you more of a, hey, this is the reality of what needs to happen? Or do you kind of coach them through the process? I think as a mother and um, in, in my work in pastoral care, I think I need to have a good, healthy mix of both. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to get the girls on the line. <laughs> no, and, and I agree. I think you do have to have a balance because, as I shared before, this generation, they are very wise in some respects, and they will try to get around certain uh, barriers or obstacles that are in their way. So you have to have a balance and or a mix there. So we're going to take a break here in a couple of minutes. But, you know, Marita, I wanted to ask you, you know, I see that you're pretty new to social media. So <laughs> before we go to break in two minutes, can you tell us how this came about? Because, you you know, you're, you're out there, you're posting, you're doing these different things. What happened? How did you get into the fray? Well, given the work that I do with young people, I've had to address so many, uh, respond to so many issues where young people have been um, seeing the, the, the downside of, of social media. So myself, I was always quite almost um, suspicious of it and I, I really avoided it. But mm -hmm. my 14-year-old daughter came to me in September and says, Mom, can I have some, can I have Twitter? And I says, gosh, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> And I said, well, I'll tell you what, if you set Twitter up on your phone and on my phone, we'll follow each other and I learn what it is and decide, you know, how we move forward. So I very soon learned that it's not cool or trendy to follow your mom on Twitter. So <laughs> we very soon unfollowed each other. And I started to, to meet and connect with some great people. So I, I am pretty much uh, hooked on it now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So you said you're hooked at this point, And I see yeah. you're pretty active on there as well. Sure. So definitely keep it going. Hey, everybody, we are on the line with uh, Maraid Healy, and she is sharing some things with us. And we're all just learning some things from her. So make sure you stay tuned. Stay connected with us, everybody. And we'll be back here shortly. We'll be back with more Discover the Leader in You on WHK. All right, everybody. Hey, we've been talking to Maraid Healy. She has been sharing some things with us relative to navigating the tension of following your dream and working during the process. And before we really went to break, she was sharing just how she had started to dive into social media and Twitter. And also just a funny story about how her daughter and, and she were connected and they said, ah, this is probably not the best thing to do. So, uh, but if you want to connect with Maraid, Maraid, how would they get in contact with you on Twitter? What's your Twitter handle? It is at singer Maraid. So um, at singer, capital S, and then Maraid, M-A-I-R-E-A-D. All right. Excellent. All right. So you heard it right here, everybody. Make sure you uh, connect with Maraid. She is doing some amazing things. And uh, Maraid, if someone wanted to maybe uh, come to one of your concerts, do you have a website or is there some way they can connect with you in that way as well? Or is that something we're building towards at this point? We, we I do have a website. You'd see more of me on YouTube. Um, but if you could even um, subscribe to my um, YouTube channel and Excellent. you will be able to hear most of my recordings. All right. <laughs> Excellent. So make sure you go to YouTube, everybody, and you make sure you look Maraid up. She is 
is uh, doing some things. And I've had a chance to go on and listen to some of her music. And I tell you what, I mean, it's just it's powerful. It's something that you really should uh, make sure you listen to. She has a lot of talent and make sure you connect with her on social media as well, because I'm sure we're going to continue to hear more about her as we move forward. So speaking of social media, you know, what sort of benefits uh, to date do you feel like it's afforded to you, Mairead? Well, I've just loved um, reaching out and connecting with, with really exciting and interesting people. And um, that's basically been my favorite aspect to it. I've met so many good friends. I've met people on Twitter that I've um, met in person afterwards. And uh, we've, we've, I've got some really good friends so far. So, But it's, it's just even lovely meeting people from all over the world and connecting. And, and even though they live in different countries, you see, um, you see them very similar to yourself, and uh, even that you can warm to someone else whom you've you've never really met. And it sounds like you know, with the idea that you know, if you go on social media, there are opportunities to engage with other people that can also extend uh, even your career, develop relationships, friendships, and opportunities that you otherwise wouldn't have. It sounds like it's sure. it's really been effective in that way for you. Well, Absolutely. And um, yesterday evening, I was performing at an event. And again, it was just from someone who, whom I had engaged with on Twitter. And um, the charity that I'm working with the, the, from England, I never would have been interested uh, or in, introduced to their work um, or met them other than through through social media. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't say to young teenagers or, you know, anyone out there that it's a good idea to meet with someone or uh, meet up with someone whom you've just met on, on social media. But, you know, I've met some fantastic uh, professionals um, who, whom I've got a lot of support from and uh, really, really enjoyed um, just conversations and interacting with them. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, for the individuals that are listening now, take take what Murray just shared with us, because navigating the tension of following your dream and working during the process, you will have a better opportunity to connect with other people that could you know, propel you towards your dreams. You never really know, but it may be that opportunity through a social media connection, maybe a Twitter or a LinkedIn, or even a, if you have a Facebook page, you know, different people. Will, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. See, and that's the sort of thing that, you know, people want to connect. Marae, if, if someone wanted to connect with you on Facebook, what is your, how would they get to you on Facebook? Yeah, just Marie Tilly Soprano. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like yeah. that title. So I've had, I've had a Facebook page for a whole month now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mairead, you are brand new. <laughs> this is great. All right, well, everybody that's listening, go and friend Mairead. I think that would be great <laughs> to really uh, blow her page up. That would be awesome uh, and a great opportunity for her. But then also for our listeners, because I'm assuming, Mairead, you're probably going to maybe put some uh, videos on there and maybe some music as well that they could maybe get a sampling of some of the things that you do, correct? Sure. Excellent. Excellent. Sure. Yep, sure. Um, there's links to um, a lot of my music and, and videos on my brand new Facebook page. <laughs> okay, excellent. So, Marie, let me ask you, what sort of advice would you give to someone just starting out, you know, in the social media network and they're trying to 
develop their craft. And of course, they're working and they're bivocational. They're working, but they're also trying to follow their dream. What sort of advice would you give to them if they're starting out in social media? I think it's important to follow people whom, who, who you're interested in, uh, maybe read their bios. I think it's very, very important to read their bios, see what they're interested in and, and look for like minded people. Um, I, I have on my um, profile that I'm interested in leadership and, and personal development because if I had just had it that I'm a singer, a lot of people would wonder why I was following them. Right. And but I think it's important that they see that that's a very important aspect um, to me as well. And I follow a lot of leaders and people who work in leadership. And um, but I think it's very important to engage with people uh, and to be yourself. And we talked about authenticity. Uh, earlier I think it's very important to be authentic when you're interacting with people and uh, I know that Twitter would be used an awful lot for businesses to promote their brand which is really the the sole the the initial purpose of it but I think we need to see beyond that and engage with people and they're promoting your brand or your business is actually a byproduct of engaging with other people Hmm. um so i think that that's very important to go in with with that aspect and not continually just try to promote with get something from it but i think it's important to give um to others and then you receive that back in turn yeah and see that's awesome you know when we talked previously you had shared that being relational will really help you to move towards your goals and and that's really what you just described you know it the end goal should not be to just create a, a new business opportunity or, you know, to use uh, someone in that way. At the end of the day, hey, if you are connecting uh, on a very authentic level with someone, different things will come. Different opportunities will come. And and I agree with you wholeheartedly, uh, wholeheartedly on that. And, you know, the reality is that it may be a leap you know, for some people to make because it can be challenging. Many people get on social media and I see the posts coming out and they're saying, hey, well, I want this. I need that. Can you refer me? And and the reality of what you described would probably be better. Let's just connect and see what happens, you know? Sure. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, we're, we're coming almost to the end of the show and time has just been flying by here. But let me ask you, what are your plans For the future, Mairead. I mean, where can people find you? What are you going to be doing? What are your plans? Well, um, you can, as was said, you can find me on Twitter and on Facebook, but uh, mainly on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to work, uh, continue working on my second album, and really be open to new opportunities and possibilities, and meeting exciting people, um, making great connections and engaging with people and you know meeting challenges head on and and really just um doing my best and being my best really that is great well stick with us here Mairead I I just want to say thank you for being on the show and just really sharing your heart I mean it's it's been amazing but don't go just yet there is a there's a special time in my show where I actually have what is called Dr. Carthen's Corner and everyone knows when Dr. Carthen's Corner gets ready to take place that's right. You hear that tackle. You hear that in the background, you know, and each week I feature an individual company or service that demonstrates civic engagement and shows a commitment to character, integrity and destiny focused leadership. And this week I'm featuring the Cleveland 
Playhouse Square. Cleveland's Playhouse Square is a nonprofit performing arts center who presents and produces a wide variety of quality performing arts, advances arts education, and creates a neighborhood that is a superior destination for entertainment, business, and residential living. The Playhouse Square is located at 1501 Euclid Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio, and if you would like to get involved or volunteer with them, you can actually go to playhousesquare.org or you can give them a call at 216-771-4444. I just want to say to you, keep up the good work at Playhouse Square. We appreciate what you're doing. And if you would like to be featured on Discover the Leader in You, you can always send me a note to radio at jasoncarthen.com. And just uh, let us know why you think you should be featured. Well, everybody, we have been talking to Mairead Healy, and she has really been sharing a lot of nuggets with us. I know I've been taking notes, and that's something hopefully you've been doing as well. When we start talking about (laughs) navigating the tension of following your dream and working during the process, Mairead, it sounds like you've been able to do that, and you're right in the middle of it and experience a lot of success. So thank you for being on the show, okay? Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Just as a reminder, I want to let you all know that we have the I Speak Life Academy that's going to be coming up on March 28th. If you want to be a part of that, you can always give us a call. You can go to uh, jasoncarthen.com or give us a call at 855-227-8436. Thanks for tuning in today, everybody. Make sure you stay connected with us, and we will be ready to talk to you again. Until then, make sure you are living your destiny on purpose every day. Listening to Discover the Leader in You with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen. We want to hear from you. Connect with us now. Visit our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthen.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jason Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Jason Carthen. Let's keep the conversation going. And if you want to listen to the podcast, go to jasoncarthenradio.com. Be sure to join us every Sunday at 2 p.m. on AM 1420, The Answer, to discover the leader in you.